0: Hi guys, and welcome to the Teach a Man to Grow podcast. This episode is going to be in a slightly different format to the other episodes that we've had. This is Roz, and I'm hijacking the mic to tell you a little bit about something that I did at the very start of the challenge. At the beginning of the challenge, Tony dropped by my place with about eight litres of thickened cream that he'd got through dumpster diving. He'd asked me to help him out by turning this into some products that he could keep and use throughout the challenge. So I'm going to run you through some of the things that I did to turn that cream into something useful for Tony. Tony was on childminding duties that day, so we decided it was probably best if we let him and his son go out and play at the park, whilst I got a chance to let loose with my creative cooking powers. Most of the recording was done in the kitchen, so you'll find that the sound quality sometimes varies a little bit, and at a certain point in the day, complete chaos reigned, and so I had to stop recording. But I'll be able to fill you in on the details afterwards. I hope you enjoy this episode. What we have on the list of things to do, we've got to do a mascarpone cheese, a large amount of butter, possibly with some flavoured butter. Um, what we're also going to go for is to try and do a lemon curd and an orange ice cream and a butterscotch sauce. Now, there's a lot of things that are going to be going on with this, so have quite a few steps, and I'm actually going to not be doing one recipe at a time because I only have a couple of hours whilst Tony is away to be able to get this all together. Where I'm actually going to start is I'm going to start by separating out a few of the eggs. Tony's very kindly given me six eggs from his garden. I'm going to take three of those and I'm going to separate out the whites from the yolks and I'm going to make a meringue with the whites. Now my reason for doing that is actually for the ice cream. I'm planning on doing a semi style ice cream and if I can do a meringue style thing with the egg whites, It means that I can mix it through a flavoured custard and make something that's a lot easier to freeze, will stay in the freezer better. Um, And it's much easier if you don't actually have an ice cream maker because it'll stay a lot softer because of the air in the mix. The eggs are really, really tiny. So this is gonna be quite a cool little experiment to try and see how it goes. Just grabbing a bowl. Let's see if we can separate out these eggs. The yolks are a beautiful white colour and I've never seen an egg this small that wasn't a quail's egg okay I'm actually going to keep the eggshells to one side Um, I don't personally compost them at the moment which is probably a bit slack on my part but I might see if Tony's going to use them all right so I've just lined up my mixer With the mixing bowl, it's a good idea to do a vinegar wash beforehand. It needs to be super spotless clean. I'm hoping mine's good enough right now, and that's the reason why I'm doing this first, because I want those meringue whites to really stiffen up well. And if the mixing bowl is clear, then I've got a much, much greater chance of getting them working. What I'm also going to do after I've done a little tiny bit of mixing is add some lemon juice And then finally, a spoonful or so of sugar just to try and make sure that those egg whites stay really nice and stable because I'm not going to use them immediately and I don't want them to collapse after they've reached that high peak stage. So there's been a little change of plan. I thought I'd laid aside some orange peel to be able to make it into orange ice cream. Turns out I hadn't. So, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to switch over the ice cream. So, I'm going to make use of the butterscotch sauce that I'm making a little bit later. So, we'll make a lovely butterscotch ice cream. A quick note from present day me it turns out that I had actually kept the orange peel aside to make the orange ice cream. I found it in the back of the fridge about two days later. The next step in my process is to have a look at the mascarpone. Okay, so I've just made the mascarpone. Um, I heated up the cream to about 90 degrees Celsius and then added in some citric acid diluted in water. Um, I've used up about two litres of the cream here for the mascarpone. I'm going to cover everything up now. I've made it up into two portions because I've made a deal with Tony that I get to keep half of the mascarpone and a couple of other things as well. So I've made some for me and some for him. just going to put the lid on his container, put some cling wrap over mine this will need to sit for about 12 hours so it's going to be a little bit unpredictable as to whether it's actually going to work but what I'll do is I'll provide Tony with a cheesecloth and in 12 hours time if everything's set he gets to drain this out through a cheesecloth and hopefully come away with some lovely mascarpone cheese okay the next thing that's on the list to make is that ice cream I'm going to start by making a basic custard um, and to that I'm going to fold back in those egg whites that we had earlier I'm going to whip that up as much as I possibly can. Um, I'm going to spoon in the butterscotch afterwards to make a little ripple effect through it. But let's start by making that basic custard. I'm going to use about another 2 litres of the cream to be able to do that, so it should make about 2 litres of the ice cream. So let's get started. 2 litres of the cream, some sugar, and the 2 reserved egg yolks that we had from earlier on when we made up the meringue. So in goes the sugar, and in goes my reserved egg yolks. Next I'm going to add in my cream. So I'm going to mix it and heat it at the same time, I've got one of those thermal heaters that will enable me to do this. So I'm just going to get it mixing so that it doesn't stick to the bottom, and I'm going to heat it to about 90 degrees Celsius. Great sound. The next thing I'm going to do is to do the butter because the following two recipes actually need that butter. I need it for the lemon curd and I need it for the butterscotch sauce. Now I'm a little bit worried about doing this um, because the cream has a thickening agent added. It may not actually work. So I'm just going to try and do it a litre at a time just to see whether I can get it churning and get it happening. This is where things are going to start getting a little bit noisy. So get ready to turn the volume down if you need to. The reason why I've kept this in the recording is that if you listen carefully, you can hear the sound of the cream turning into butter. Keep an ear out for a slight thud sound as the butter becomes solid. Now it's going to get even louder and if you listen closely you can hear a rattle of the lid of the mixer as we start to get proper butter forming. This is the point at which I stopped recording, mainly because it was taking so long to churn the cream into butter. It was taking at least three times as long as it normally would do, so that thickener was really having an influence. I churned three lots of the butter and I actually found that the first eventually came together into butter. The second, after about 45 minutes, was showing no sign. So I gave up, threw that out and started again. The third lot seemed to go probably just about the same as the first. This was a bit of a surprise for me, whilst I'd expected that it was going to take longer to make the butter and that maybe it would or wouldn't work. I hadn't really expected it to be inconsistent results between batches. In the end I ended up with a large tub of butter about the size of a $10 tub from the supermarket and also a little bottle of buttermilk. Tony arrived back just after I finished doing the butter so I had a quick chance to do the last two things on my list to do the butterscotch sauce and the lemon curd. I was really pleased with how well the lemon curd worked especially. I used up the remaining eggs that I'd got from Tony as well as some citrus that he'd got from doing his gleaning. With the butterscotch sauce, I divided it in two. Half went into the ice cream and half I kept aside so that he could use it on pancakes or banana bread or whatever else he was having. The final thing I should tell you about from this episode is the mascarpone cheese because that was a thing that we needed to leave overnight. I divided it into two so that I could take some and Tony could take some as well. I was probably a little bit impatient with mine. The following day when I came back from work, I had a look to see whether it had set. It looked a little set around the edges, but maybe not so much in the middle. And because I was being a little impatient, I decided to try and drain it through the cheesecloth anyway. And I didn't really end up with much left at all. Tony was more patient than me, or maybe it was just that he was working later. Because when he tried his about six hours later, he managed to get a decent quantity of mascarpone, which he used in the following days. I think the biggest thing that I learned working with the thickened cream was that you just have to be patient. It takes a lot longer to get it to work. You can make butter. You can make cheese. It's just going to take a little bit longer, and you have to be a bit more patient. Well, I hope you enjoyed our cooking interlude. We'll be back to normal programming soon. Just remember, we're doing all of this for a cause. Please make sure that you get online and donate to Tony's Teach a Man to Grow Everyday Hero Challenge. You'll find the details on his Facebook page. Please get involved. Thanks again, and we really appreciate you listening. Teach a Man to Grow is supported by Create Storytime. Create Storytime is an iPhone and iPad app for kids aged 6 to 8 to help them create wonderful, magical stories. It's available in the App Store now.